People meeting up at a condo. It's in Orlando, kind of. It's CondoCon. This week we present a bunch of people meeting up in a condo playing role-playing games. Specifically, Boba Fett's Bounty Hunter Academy. And this time it's powered by the Quest System. Please enjoy as we present to you Boba Fett's Bounty Hunter Academy Episode 1. Welcome, welcome, welcome to to studio Disney studio. Fuck it, whatever. Lawsuits be damned. No one listens to the. You're the only one who listens, apparently. No, the uh, yeah, the the, the people here are the only ones who listen. The uh, to Disney Studios. Newest Star Wars experience, Boba Fett's Bounty Hunter Academy. You have been chosen as people who are interested not only in Star Wars, but interested in the adventure of in- intergalactic... I'm sorry, just galactic? It's just the one galaxy. Galactic justice in the rough and tumble world on the outer rim. So, welcome aboard, everybody. So the idea behind this is that it is a... Star Wars experience type ride or stay that involves virtual reality and other things to bring you in to basically be part of Boba Fett's Bounty Hunter Academy, where you are you. So you are Troy, Brad, Holly, Tanya, DJ, and you have now shown up to become characters in uh, in the Star Wars universe, whoever you might want to be and be these things. Um, there are certain things behind the scenes, though. Disney thought this would be a great idea, but they made, but they purchased somebody else's program, and somebody else's program was very heavily based around old D and D stereotypes. And so the stereotypes include ranger, doctor, spy, which is two pages, unfortunately, a duelist, a tactician. And so some of these things fit more with different editions of Dungeons and Dragons than they do necessarily with Star Wars, per se. And so it seems almost as if you guys, when you've signed up and you're like, this was a good price for this, you're like, oh shit, this is the beta version of this. We are being, we are the ones who they are testing this out on. And like, you look down and like part of your tickets, it's like, I've agreed not to talk to anybody about how this goes. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So... That's the deal. Very clearly, you have arrived here as the test audience to see how this goes. And um, pretty quickly, any of you who are more familiar with some of these tropes in fantasy can pick out these things and go, okay, they remasked this and said like, all right, now you're a Bantha tracker or something like that. So I've got these. There's a ranger, a doctor, a spy, and then two different kinds of fighters, one who's more about dueling and one who's more about, like, tactics. So I'm going to pass this to... This is the first person who put their hand out. Give this to me. Um, one of those is two pages. But 
That's the deal. So, so through this game, you'll be playing you, yourself, the greatest role, the role you were born to play in many ways, in some parts, the role we're least able to play. Um, but that's my own analysis of myself. Uh, we're here, we're at studios, and we're going to be in this immersive experience trying to be part of this as Boba Fett trains us to be the best bounty hunters in the galaxy. So when we arrive as patrons, as mm-hmm. ourselves in modern day, and yeah. everything's like real world, then Disney, the, the Disney cast members are handing us like, here's your dossier of who you're yes. going to be in this I, place or something? Um, or? I, I think it might be a situation of you've got certain options in the way that you do here. Yeah. And they're like, you can be anyone in the Star Wars universe. Okay. And then it's like, there are five options. Like <laughs> That kind of a we deal. Like, anyone you want Star to Wars. be. Do you want to be red, blue, or green? <laughs> like that kind of a thing. Like they're like, the options are limitless. Yeah. Here are your five options. Alright. So I'll, it's I'll very... The dualist. Yeah, so there's, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of upsell, and you guys are getting the the bare bones right. version, and you're like, okay. So I think maybe some of that that's tickling some of you guys already as we start. Ooh. And do we do we uh, as patrons going on this attraction um, kind of reskin this ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, uh, the duelist. Okay, so I'm like a. Jedi no, in training okay. kind of thing. So you want me to move? He just needs me to sit by. Or we're bounty hunters, so I'd yeah. Be so like, you guys uh, are bounty hunters. I would say. You guys want to switch with me? Oh, sure, we can do that. That'll work. Not that I don't want to sit next to you. We could all clean cup it. If you want. Clean cup it. Thank you. Um. So yeah. So I'd say. So you're gonna you're gonna have those options. Here are also some additional paper is some additional paperwork that's closer to the character sheet for the game the original game. It's very far from necessary. And you can pick whichever one you want. So you want us to fill the things um, in? You don't have to, but it's a way to like help yourself think about the process. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, all right. My monocle. Thank you. I oh, once did that and terrified a child yeah. at a party. You're I was like, hello, little kid. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> But yeah, so you can absolutely skin this however you want within Star Wars. I'd say they probably are pushing, it's probably pushing that you not be a Jedi or a Sith or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're bounty hunters. But anything that seems magically, we can skin within our world of playing the game as either technology that you have that does this or some kind of mysterious force thing that does it in the way that's like that kind of nonsense that Mm -hmm. Star Wars will make a decision on and then immediately fuck off about. But are we all bounty hunters? Yes, you are all going to be bounty hunters in a team of bounty hunters (laughs) under the tutelage of Boba Fett, the galaxy's greatest bounty hunter. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, Yes, a man who was killed by a blind man in uh, the second five minutes of us seeing him on screen. It was karma that killed him. It was karma that killed him. He had not fulfilled his dharma. We forgot he was a Hindu. So the, um, yeah, the, uh, so your abilities in this are just abilities that you have to do when it says blah, 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 action points. You get a certain number of action points to start with, which I forget the number of. I'll have to look that up. This is one action point. So we'll, we'll each, like, oh, using those okay. powers costs oh, okay. a certain number of action yeah. points. 
So you'll have to spend those uh, as you go. So that's kind of the economy of the game is spending these action points. Whenever you have to roll a die to do a thing, you just roll a d20. And then these are the different levels of success. One thing about this game that makes it a little bit easier is there are very few modifiers to rolls. For the most part, it's just entirely chance. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can love that or hate it or okay. whatever it is. But that's the deal. Um, the number of action points you start with. Oh, adventure points, not action points. I think, I don't know, I didn't see that one. Who are you looking for? We're trying to just see which one would be easier to play, a tactician or a spy. A spy, I feel, is more about like, hey, I'm getting information, whereas a tactician, uh, well, uh, that's more like the role-playing element of it. I feel a tactician is more about the like positioning and like getting maybe bonuses or some additional thing to do in a fight. Fighting? Okay. Are you on sure. the role play? <clears throat> Almost anything you guys say, I'm going to be like, sure. Yeah, okay. You want to role play or fight? <laughs> One page is better than okay, two One page is better than two. Uh, Got it. Act adventure points, that's what they're called. Action points? Talk about action points here. The base rate of action points or adventure points is five per session. So let's just say everybody has five. Fuck it. There we go. Everybody's got five. And how many HP? Um, that's a great question. I believe everybody starts with ten. Got it. There you go. Um, but just think like, like sort of, uh, I mean, China, um, you know, the all stuff that I said So, yeah. And so I think that even as you guys are, there are some of you who are figuring out like, uh, when you're, when you're showing up and you're choosing your characters that kind of customizing your characters that you were told you can be anything <laughs> you want to be. Um, and you're like, oh, I want to be a Jedi who's from, uh, who's a Twi'lek and who does this, who's part of the dark side. And you're like, these aren't options that I thought I would have. <laughs> and then they're, and it's like, how many of this thing? And somebody's like, yeah, 10. Everybody has 10. So it's a lot of that kind of deal. Okay. So I'm, I'm bringing my own, uh, lack of knowledge in, into, uh, that they've yet to maybe have this set up so well. Yeah, again, you guys are the, the you guys are the the beta test of this here situation. They mention hit points so many times in this book. And yet I don't know the answer to the question of how many you guys start off with. I'm pretty positive it's ten. I'll let you know if I find a different answer to that. Are we writing down our, the stuff about ourselves, or so that's about your your character? Oh, so those are the, and whoa. and this. Do not even think of this as like something that is required of you. Like this is just some bounce off, some ideas off of like Mad Libs for okay. your character for you to say like. I'm from a frozen wasteland world. I got a robot dog and uh, my eyeballs are laser beams. Like that kind of a thing. 
DJ's like, you describe my character, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So I use these action points to buy abilities mm-hmm. over here. To right? utilize abilities. And so your abilities that you have will say zero points or one point or two or whatever it is. Again, it says don't run out of hit points, but doesn't tell me how many you start with. You begin with ten hit points. Boom! Nailed it. <laughs> says Ricky, the guy running this part of the <laughs> part of the attraction. I knew that the whole time. A ten hit points. I mean here on Boba Fett's, you're, you're going to need all the hit points you can get if you're going to run with the big dogs. <laughs> so, that's the deal. Um, so we'll have like a brief scene of you guys kind of gearing up and, um, as yourselves, the humans that we have here at the table gearing up and getting ready and you can tell me some of the functions of how this process would work of you going into this simulation and simulation is a combination of them having sets maybe vr stuff maybe um i'm imagining like old spider-man back to the future style rides where uh, star tours like get in here for a while and it shakes around um kind of a deal that you guys are getting involved in um and then we'll uh, then we'll eventually end up with you guys on Tatooine to meet up with Boba Fett. Because if I know anything about Star Wars, there's only a couple of locations that we go back to constantly. <laughs> yes. Do we have a relationship with one another? You as actual people? You tell you can. You don't have to. So you will in the simulation. You will be the crew of bounty hunters. Right. Beyond that is unimportant. Um, you guys, you guys could be family members, team members, buds, whatever it is. My wager would just be that you are literally the people you are, and you have the relationships that you have. But if you want to instead be like, DJ's my son. DJ, yes, father. Quit, get your get your candy stained hands off of the. I'm sorry, I had no way to put them. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it depends. It's up to you on all that. I will not be upset. All of that sounds very fun to me. Half of this is just an excuse to do voices. I don't know if you've met me before, but really it's that. <laughs> all right. Nine of a thousand voices is only all right. You need help the The ghost of Mel Blanc showed up. That's all, folks. All right. So I know Troy's yeah, finishing up his Mad Libs. Oh, keep going. I'm good. All right. Well, is anybody all set? All right. So, of course, we see somebody pull up. It sounds like in a, in a van, in a minivan. And they get out. They go through uh, um, Disney security. You know what? You're staying at one of the resorts. You pull in. You go to that. And you're able to 
kind of get a VIP situation because after all, you're going to this big thing to test this out. This is a big deal. You leave your room in the morning. They tell you, be sure to show up. Somebody comes by, knocks on the door to make sure that you're all good. And we see you guys getting on various shuttles to make sure that you are in the right spot at the right time. No stragglers. They made sure you're there. They're running a tight ship. <coughs> that ship isn't necessarily the ship that is this experience, but getting you there, they nailed it. <laughs> they got you there on time. No problem. Everyone's everyone's good on that. Um, Honey, look out the, the window and uh, when the when the van's moving. It looks like we're going through space already, like we're launching up to, to dock. It does. The, the mothership or something. That's cool. Close. That's yeah. cool. It's, like, it's not that it could be better, but it's yeah. it could be better. This ride sucks. Hi, I'm Buddy Dyer. You, wait, you forgot you're at the airport the show. Mayor? Oh, it's <laughs> the airport show. No, I'm joking around. <laughs> Whether you call Orlando home or you're just visiting. I need, I need the monorail watch for the doors in Spanish. Yeah. Uh... Uh, attention. Um, so, <laughs> what is it in Esperanto, <laughs> DJ? Bienvenido el goodie bag. But so, you guys are able to get to the experience, and in fact, I think that they uh, they first bring you through to, what is the bar? The, like, really, like... The cantina. The, the immersive kind of bar that they have at studios. Um, yeah, they bring you to that cantina. They maybe even give you a drink if you want a drink. Um... And then they're like, all right. I want to try blue milk. Yeah, they're like, here's some blue milk. <laughs> and uh, they're even like, the waiter's real into it and is like, just don't ask me what that, what the blue milk's from. Wink. And you're like, oh, he's too flirty. Um, I want a pangalactic gargle blaster. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you guys, you're able to do that. Then you're brought up and... Um, Somebody who's dressed in some kind of generic-y Star Wars outfit is like, all right, you guys, let's just uh, make sure all your all your forms and whatnot for your galactic travel is good. And um, they're kind of double-checking over all your various waivers and that kind of things. And, uh, and they're like, all right, why don't you come on in? And they're going to open a door. You tell me what... You go into whether it is now some kind of transport, but you're eventually going to end up in the can the Mosisley Cantina. Um, do they have you guys pop on visors? Do you go into a thing? Is it much more practical effects? Uh, this is Disney. Uh, They've I, got a few resources. Um, a, vi a visor, definitely. Mm -hmm. That uh, you can look 360 degrees around you, and uh, you can see the other per people after you. Go Applied what you look like, they, awesome. you can tell what they look like because it cool. puts the image in their goggles. So you are now not seeing. When DJ looks, he doesn't see Troy, Holly, Brad, Tanya. He instead sees their characters. He sees, oh, see. which Lojan, a Mandalorian. That's me. Oh, we got another Mandalorian. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what does a Lojan look like? Brad? He's wearing Beskar armor. Oh. And, uh, and, a ha and a helmet. And so the helmet has that sort of like thing that looks like a post office. You know, mm -hmm. You're like, outgoing mail, please. Yeah. yeah. That's a missile targeting. <laughs> yes, exactly. The, the missile targeting thing. And, uh, and, and he's got a, a staff, like one of those. Uh, Force pike. The both staffs, like what the, uh, what the sand people use. Gaffy stick. Gaffy stick, thank you. 
anybody else have their kind of look down as we've got a DJ looking around? Um, I'm uh, a rough, it looks like I'm shaved head. Uh, I have a camouflage pattern tattooed, but a digital, it looks like a digital circuit board tattooed all over my face. So I have always have camouflage on me. I am human. Um, I'm wearing a combat vest. Um, um, I've got pistols on both thighs for quick draw uh, and a vibro blade uh, in the small of my back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm carving my name into the side of the waiting room wall. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're a baddie. Um, all right, so the name's Scram Colder. Scram Colder or Golder? Uh, colder. Colder. Colder than Scram. Ooh, this Scram's too hot. Can I get the Scram Colder? No. This Scram, <laughs> this scram is parboiled. <laughs> All right, but again, we got DJ and Brad looking around. Um, Loan. Lojen. Lojen and Scram looking around. Um, aside from what sounds like a cat being swung around yes, by its tail outside. It did. It did. Um, it might be a child drowning. I do not know. It's their problem, not mine. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> my, my mistake. Monkeys, if they were drowning, wouldn't make that noise. Um, anybody else that we see? Um, um, I, I'm, I'm Quagar. 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 Double A. Yeah, I saw the head bump. Quagar, destroy that child. <laughs> Quagar. Um, I, uh, I'm short. I have kind of stubby legs that start out skinny, get a little bit thicker while they come up to my my waist. I have pot belly, and then I have tiny arms. And Hold on. You're, do I know what you are? <laughs> are you a Sykes Noodles situation? Oh, damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Close to Sice Noodles, man. So we got a dancing chicken who's named Quagar. Quagar. Anything else about Quagar we should know when we take a peek at you? Um, you'll notice my eyes. Um, they're 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 round. Oh, dear. And they're right <laughs> the eyes are up head. here. Stop looking at the drumsticks, buddy. <laughs> drumsticks. Um, and, and they're they're like uh, bluish marble, flecked with white. It, it's there's no poop. Pupil? There's no poop in there. <laughs> There's no poopal. I want to make clear no that Quagar does not eyes. have no pink eyes. eyes. No, no, <laughs> yes. no pink eyes. They're blue. They're, they're, it's almost like a swirly white paint. Gotcha. Blue. Um, and, and they're 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 not lo- overly large, but they kind of look marbly. And mm. there's like flecks of white, but no pupils. The whole eye is the color. Oh, sorry. Tanya and Troy. I'm Tanya. I have no imagination, so I'm just me. <laughs> I'm 46. I'm five foot seven, but I do have a blaster, some good heavy boots to go on. I just close. <laughs> so it literally went from you clothes. who walked into the thing to you with a blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, I'm from here. My people are known for obesity. Okay. <laughs> and she said she had no imagination. It's a pretty nice blaster. Let me see that. 
All right. All right. And last but not least, we got Troy. I'm Bebop Rocksteady. 39 years old. I stand six foot three. I'm the party spy. When people see me, they first notice my gray skin, tusk, and purple mohawk. I wear an <laughs> the subtle spy, suit. The subtle look of a spy. Yes. I he wear blends. an suit, AR shades, and move with quick precision. I'm from Polis Massa, where my people are known for ruthless aggression. <laughs> also a spy. Uh, I believe yeah. in reason, but my angry side can get in the way. I dream of becoming powerful, rich, and famous. Nice. All right. What was Graham Calder's kind of story? Another story? Uh, um, an escaped prisoner from a mercenary got all of his tattoos in prison, uh, an imperial prison, um, and uh, was a birth and former mercenary. All right. So he's outlaw. So, okay. Cool. So, now, at times, I may, as Austin, forget what your characters are named and may call you by your player names. But remember, in this, you are also playing yourselves playing so, those characters. Right. So, so in a way, right, I am way. very correct yeah, yeah, when I call you those things. Way out. Yes. Yeah. And if you, you do the same thing with one another... <laughs> yeah. And if you do the same thing with one another, you are also right. So, a double, triply right for me, because I've also made all of you right all of the time. Right. So right. That's a hell of a manager. And that's why I should be. Anyway, so, all right. So, you guys get scram! <laughs> so, you guys are brought on. We got like a VR goggles that everybody has. And um, they maybe like kind of have you guys go into these, in, into a room that maybe you sit in kind of pods for a second. And then when you kind of, uh, when things click back on, you're sitting around a table. But this isn't the table in Disney. This isn't the table at studios. This isn't the table at a convention in a rental home. Instead, this is a table at the Mos Eisley Cantina. That's right, you got uh, figuring Dan and the Modal Nobs wailing away. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You've got oh, this is cool. Whatever George Hi. Lucas called it. Yeah. Didn't George Lucas not call it? He called it jizz or something like that. Jizz music, music because he's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was like, "I'll be dirty." Oh wait, uh, no, I'll pretend it's not dirty. Um, but so you've got those guys wailing and making a great tune. You've got all kinds of alien weirdos. Doing stuff. A wolf man is there. A guy who just looks like the devil. Um, but no droids. Uh, and you guys are hanging out. This is the first time you really get to see one another as you look at each other. So the descriptions you provided, this is the first time you take that in. So we still and, have the goggles on. Yeah, so you as Brad in the meat space yeah, yeah, yeah. have these goggles on, yeah, yeah. but this is what you're observing. And uh, it's pretty fucking good. This is uh, great. And I think that there's even, um, uh, at least in the beginning, they put you into this stuff. We'll, we'll see. We can see how well this stuff goes. Maybe if there's more breakdowns, there's more problems. Um, but it looks really good. You feel that you're in the 1977 Star Wars. Like, you feel like you're in a New Hope era. Uh, most icy cantina. This is pretty fucking cool. There's there's even like smells. There's others. There's, hey, be careful where you hit yeah. that thing, man. Yeah. Huh? So, yeah, it's so, not loaded. Yeah. 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 Oh, 
somebody's like, what? And they make it look like, a Jawa is like, like, and you, you just know in your head that he said, like, watch where you point that, buddy. Even though he just said, like, what? And look at the ceiling. It looks like there's actually a blast mark. Yeah, and a big guy's like, watch it, pal. We're going to kick you out of here. Five, five. Yeah. He's not worth it. He's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? Here's one on the house. Let me buy you. And it's a a blue milk. I don't know. (laughs) This milk is blue. All right, so (laughs) you get that lukewarm. Just like it. Yeah, all right. When you're done with your blue milk. Got, there's a cat that needs, that's being strangled. <laughs> needs to be taken care of. <laughs> there's an epi- there's a bunch of weirdos recording the hills have eyes or the hills have nipples or whatever the fuck we did that time. <laughs> cats love milk. Yeah. They love cats blue milk, love milk even more. And somebody yeah. took away the cat's blue exactly. milk and gave it to him. So, Christ. <laughs> so what is going on? That's, that's space for you. Uh, but yeah, so. In guys, space, like, you can hear screams. Yeah, in space, hear specifically, so. people can hear you scream. It's the memory of all the murdered children. Yeah, it's, listen, it's, oh, the most likely <laughs> cantina. Don't get me started. Um, this guy goes into some real scary stories. They're like, I didn't need to it's know. It's right next to the YMCA version yeah. of... Mm-hmm. That's what they don't tell you in the Most Likely Cantina. There is a daycare next to the Most Likely Cantina. So all these Jawa children are like, So, uh... That's them. <laughs> I hear them. Anyway, but this guy's like, Alright, well when you're done with that, guy in the back booth says he wants to talk to you. All of you. Oh, okay, well... We'll yeah. go see him then. Alright, come on, the guys. Let's go. Let's go see this guy. I, so, I lead yeah. the pack over there. You chug down your blue milk. No, I take it with me. Okay. Oh, blue milk to go. Nursing it. Because when you try to intimidate a tough I guy, having a blue milk in your hand. I'm wearing goggles and I've seen something that I know intimidation. is fake. Uh-huh. I'm curious okay. to see what I'm actually seeing. That, Holly, is a great question. So if you are going to maybe peek under these goggles and see what you're seeing, yeah. if you're a person who's going to maybe lift up the 3D glasses and see what the screen looks like That's otherwise, yeah. what so do you see? see the real world. Um, keep, keep in mind, they could have had you come into an area that is not, that is this set. Yeah, I think the set is the set, mm-hmm. but the people that we have interacted with are robots. That, but they're, oh. they're 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 skinless. There's Hot. no plate. Mm-hmm. You see the wiring and everything like that, so that they can superimpose. So if absolutely there, there's no glitching, my goggles are going to focus in on the the shape. Awesome. And so see it. so when you lift up your goggles for just a second, you see just these kind of mannequin robots, the animatronics, doing their various things. I'm not doing that. I don't yeah. want to see behind the curtain. I right. want to be in the immersed yeah. in Always the Always the only one peeking behind the curtain right now. But yeah, you see just that, that well, that's I going on. My, my, my sister over here would, would definitely do the same. Because I am. Even mm-hmm. though I know what a, a 3D screen looks like mm-hmm. when I'm watching a movie, I still take my glasses off. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, mean, I know it's going to be. I'm not doing that. I want to see the I have no imagination. I want to know what's really there. But the the what the 
<laughs> but the crane, yeah, all of them are animatronics except Owen Wilson is there. Uh, <laughs> and he just went, He's like, wow, I can't believe it. Put this guy. glasses off. Real story, my mother once did say, I talked about Owen Wilson, and she was like, is that the one whose nose looks like a penis? Oh! <laughs> and I said, yeah, mom, yep, I'm just watching these the movies, one. waiting for it to get hard. And she goes, you're not funny. <laughs> mom, funny. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, so you see that they're just kind of vague animatronic like, mannequins that come up and do this or move around. But otherwise, the the set the is set, real. The, real. the props, the for real. the most part, at least the ones that you're interacting with, are yeah. real. The ones that other people are interacting are not. Yeah. But when you put those back down, you see again. You're in a new hope. You're yeah. in that thing where Panda Beba is like. It's like, or Dr. Azevon is like, my friend doesn't like you either. Kind of a thing. Like, those guys are there, and you're like, why do they even have names? Um, that kind of a thing. So, go ahead. May I also throw in like a Absolutely. Mickey? Sure. You, you know what I know you're talking about, yeah. So, so um, in the pattern, because it, it's pretty much like a sand cave, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's some kind of, it, even though it's a building, it looks like it's like the interior of a cave to a certain degree. It yes. might be built into something. Oh. So, so behind the, the the bar where like all the the stuff is and stuff like that, I can kind of make out the Mickey Mouse head. Oh, all right. Where well, we've got that one. Maybe one thing is like a big kind of jet engine-y kind of a thing as an ear, and one's a big empty space, and then you've got the... Your the check's hole. in the mail. Yeah, so yeah. I look at and then a little Jawa comes by and goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I saw the hidden Mickey's. <laughs> you got it. One extra point for you. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, as, as you guys, as uh, as Tanya and Holly are looking up under their things, that guy's like, like, careful, there's a lot of sand in the air. Make sure to keep those uh, visors down. And you're like, oh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> the equivalent of like, please pull on the tab. Uh, but yeah, so you guys go towards the back area where they said, hey, there's somebody who wants to see you. You guys get back there and it's tough to see them. And they have angled this in a way to be very dramatic. So again, kudos. It's like they have a lot of resources or something mm-hmm. where it's tough for you to see who this person is. And then when you get there, you turn and who's sitting at the table waiting for you to sit down. Puss in Boots. No. <laughs> it's Shrek himself. No, it's it's Boba Fett. He's got the armor, he's sitting there, he's got a drink, and he says, like, in that distorted version of his voice, which I'm not going to attempt to do, I might later on attempt to put it into the thing, I probably won't. He says, he says like, sit down, you've got a mission. Like, I've heard that you're, I've heard that you're looking for a job. You've got yes. that right. Yes, we are... Mandalorian mercs just like you. Well, we'll see if you're just like me. Seems like, from what I know, you've got... <laughs> you flap over. You're like, I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> the, um, you, uh, he's like, I don't know if you're just like me. Seems like you've got a lot... You've got, you're a little green under the gills. Might have a lot of things to learn. Sorry, but... That's why we're here. <laughs> Green under the gills. Thank God we're on a desert planet. I'm dead. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Why do they keep letting kids in this bar? <laughs> it's that yeah. damn daycare next yeah, door. it's the daycare next door. It's the only thing to do on this planet yeah. is go to the bar. <laughs> yeah. The, the things to do on this planet are go to this bar and sand. 
Yes. <laughs> so, hey, you're good. DJ. <laughs> DJ is closing the vertical blinds to keep out the sound of the children. Yeah, nice it song. might work. It might. You're right. That might work. I gotta make sure if I'm working with anybody that they're the best of the best. And if I can't find, and so far haven't been able to find them, so I'm gonna have to train them myself. Looks like you're with me, and we've got a job. Alright. Let's go. Now, we're Alright. And he, um, he had, if you sit down, he projects a thing from his wrist that's like the blue, weird, mm-hmm. blurry Star Wars projection deal right. that's like. This is actually not very clear. Right. <laughs> it's kind of tough to see what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, but you can't yes, I did really like in Star Wars Rebels when they would have pictures, since they always use like holograms for everything. When they would have photographs, they would be, and the show was a computer animation. They had colored pencil drawings, and those were supposed nice. to be the photographs. Oh. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, that show got not as good as it went on, but when it started, I thought it was really great. And he's like, lead road tackless. Lead road tackless. A greedy weak way. So we, uh, weak ways are, they kind of look like Cardassians from the Star Trek series. They kind of have gray skin that's real kind of scaly looking. They're in the original three films in Empire. A bunch of them work for Jabba. And in The Mandalorian too. Yeah. So you'll, you'll see them. You see a ton of them in the Clone Wars cartoons. They're usually way skinnier in that lead row. Tlacross. Lead row is what he's going to call this guy. Lead row. They did. They were like, shut those blinds, DJ. I'll show you. All right. So used to work. Used to work for Jabba. Well, turns out when the Empire settled, they were going to pacify or uh, liberate Tatooine there were a lot of people who were upset didn't go super peaceful things got rough job as a businessman kept quiet businessman job as a business slug I don't know <laughs> job as a business slug yeah job as a business hut there you go thank you job as a business hut almost doesn't sound any better he's a hut. Yeah, Jabba's a... Well, supposedly that was the deal as he was as big as a hut. And, uh, anyway, oh, but so... He was um, the side of the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. I actually never thought of that. No one out pizzas Jabba <laughs> the hut. But so, he, uh, he says... Um, in the middle of... In the middle of the Empire, liberating Tatooine from the crime and the... From the crime and the slavers. Some... People like Leedro thought they could use this opportunity to go solo. And they could finance it by stealing from people like Jabba. Jabba's not happy about that. He wants to send a message. And he wants his stuff back. We got a job. And he pulls up a picture of Leedro. And he just looks like the stereotypical Weequay that if you opened the Star Wars role-playing book, it'd be like, Weequay! That's what I want to play! Like, like just he looks like that. Um, It says, like... Uh, bring him back alive. Twenty thousand credits. Proof of destruction. Only ten. But return all the spice. Rack ourselves up thirty grand. And what if we bring all through? All bring him and the spice. That's the thirty grand. You're on it, mate. I'm from 
Space New Zealand, by saying me, right? I'm not space by anyone myself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. So, lucky for us, Lidros. Lidros, dumb as a desert stump, thinks he can get away with this and stay on planet. And I think I've got. I think I've got the. Uh, uh, I think I've got on a lead on Lero. So, coordinates in a place. We'll see what we can get kind of information out of it. All right. Trying to help you go get him, or you train us how to go get him. So, Let's we do it. If you're in, you're in. If not, walk away, and I better not hear from you again. We're in. We're in. All right. And I feel like it was it was one of those things of like there, the options are yes yeah. we're in <laughs> like there wasn't another <laughs> right. one right <laughs> there was like they're like you can do anything go down that way yeah. oh I will the options are yes we're in or heck yeah <laughs> yeah or lead the way yeah <laughs> or can you repeat the instructions again <laughs> in Spanish yeah <laughs> oh that would have been a mi nombre es boba. Yeah, I would imagine that like you would have a, a menu come across mm-hmm. your, your screen when you first put them on to check your language, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, somebody accidentally pressed Spanish. Yeah, somebody's so like, I don't understand English. what Boba Fett's saying. Why is Boba Fett speaking Spanish? That's his slave language. <laughs> Ciao, obrigado. This Spanish sounds weird. It's Portuguese, shithead. Oh, like, obrigado. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> you okay? Dr. Pepper got too excited. Right. Oh, oh, oh. The, um, sorry, she's, Tanya is writing herself a Roddy Dangerfield joke over here. Um, all right. So, that's the deal. Lead wrote, Slackross has stolen a shipment of spice that he was supposed to be moving for Jabba. He has decided this can finance him going out on his own. The problem is, whereas before Jabba and the Huts, him as like the main hut in Tatooine, would be able to kind of do whatever they wanted, right. now that's not the case anymore because the Empire technically controls the area. He can do mostly what he wants, but not whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And so moving against somebody like this might be easier to just uh, do it a little more quietly. And so he wants to get this done this way first before he does something more drastic. Um, I think that they also attempted to be like, oh, this is really deepening the uh, the mythos because when we see in the prequels, this is how Tatooine works. And yet when we come back, like it's this kind of, it's that kind of thing. So, all right. We file on him, find out. Yep, that one's agreeing with you. Yeah, we need the file. Find out where he's going to be at. Ambush him with his pants down and find out exactly how information. Are you coming with us, Boba? Um, I feel like he's gonna give you kind of the uh, eye in the sky, guy in the chair kind of stuff. Like right. he'll give you those things um, and basically say like, like my cuts coming from the info. My cuts coming from the info. If okay. things go south, I'll hop, I'll hop in. Plus but then, some, what about a ship? Plus the actor has to stay. Yeah, exactly. Family that's going to come Yeah, the actor. <laughs> the, oh, uh, it's not an actor. Shh, I, it wasn't oh, so loud. I'm trying to whisper. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm not sure who he is, but I don't think he's an actor. He'll say, <laughs
but they're still here on Tatooine. Oh, perfect. Speeders, I want to ride a speeder. Can we ride speeders? I want to ride a speeder. Spice, and he'll be like, and he just won't answer that question because they won't want to address that Spice is supposed to be space drugs. Oh, okay. (laughs) So that when, like, a more family-friendly environment, they're like, they're like, they're like, Jabba wants it back. It's that kind of a thing, and it's not supposed to be like, Spice is, uh, I don't know, space cocaine, or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Stitches. Yeah. Putting <laughs> bricks in your face. All right. So, well, get us the speeders. We'll get you the this Lido and, let's and go. the spice. All right. Let's have you hop down to the docks. Docks? Where? Just the desert space dock. The, the right. garage. Space, still port. space dock. Yeah, space port. It'll be the port. But again, yeah. that still So, water, yeah, you guys hop in there, and there's all these, there's these speeders, and you guys get to pick this, uh... Surreal sub-closed cabin, uh... It's just the minivan of speeders, because there's a lot of us. <laughs> what were you going to say, huh? I, I was going to say maybe a menu worth of them, where, like, there's, like, a bigger speeder that mm-hmm. would be slower, a slower sure. that would be faster. Mm. Yeah. Stats. Like, part so, of this is just, like, kind of just... Dis- describing this experience that you would have at like this theme park of like the weird things right. that you would encounter. Right. So yeah, so you get there and they're like, what kind of speeder would you what kind of speeder should you take? And it's like, this kind, it would go this fast, or this kind, it has this much capacity, but this there's like four or five different right. options. Now it's a speeder, not speeder bike, so I'm assuming that's a big one with multiple passengers. Yeah, I think all of you would be in, in the one. same thing. I'm requesting that since we're standing outside in a solar oven that we get something with air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd say I believe slow it's space and heavily armored. <laughs> slow and heavily armored? So you guys all press your different buttons, and it takes in your votes. And of course, the things that the speeder you have has... Give me a feature. Heavy armor. Heavy armor. Uh, uh, carrying capacity for six passengers. Has... Plenty of carrying capacity. You can get a whole fucking church crew in here to get lost in the wilderness. It's slow. <laughs> Windows all around so you can see the desert of Tatooine. Oh. Virtually created. Um, which you can see technically even with your goggles off because it's yeah. like a rear projection thing. Um, and, but, and then what we're actually getting on, so don't lift up your goggles. Be sure to keep your goggles on for yeah, safety yeah, yeah. purposes. Because otherwise like, you'll see that we're getting on a tram. And, you know, People mover! Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Buddy Dyer. Whether you call Orlando home or... No, you're like, damn no, it, why no. did we get the same company that did that? This is where they repurpose the people. Members. Yes. <laughs> they got it from the airport. The airport was building that sea terminal, and it didn't work out, and they built this. Uh, and it else? has air conditioning. And it has air conditioning. And it's... It's air con- it's climate bl- control. It's blast. You're like they're like welcome to ta- the desert of Tatooine, and you're like oh, it's fucking freezing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if any of you accidentally go against the the thing, your nipple cuts the glass window. <laughs> like fuck, it's cold. Um, yeah. So, all right. <laughs> so that's the deal. And you guys are. And it's like all right. I've loaded up the coordinates onto your comms. Get ready. Who's driving? Well, I don't think the chicken is driving. I think this guy wants to drive. I'll take it. You're tactical. Let's take it. I, yeah. We've got the helm. All right. 
Or do you want to be the gunner? Maybe. Is there a gunner on this thing? Yeah, well, no. Well, we just didn't have guns. Gun. Uh, we didn't specify guns in the. In okay, the sorry, should I swap out the AC for a gun? It says no. no he just says you can always open the windows. <laughs> Roll them down. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get them back up. Oh, fuck! What if it rains? Um. Yeah. So, so flipping hot outside. Yeah. Oh, the air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, God. Thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of This American Dice Presents Condo Con 2023 Boba Fett's Bounty Hunter Adventure Academy. You bet your ass we got more exciting Condo Con adventures for you. We got Call of Cthulhu. We've got The Expanse. We've got Party Planning in Zero G and much, much more. Dungeons and Dragons, you bet your otter ass. Well, that's it. Uh, be sure to check us out every Friday for short games like this, but Thursdays, long games, specifically in this case we've got dungeon world scale and shadow anyway join us then and we'll see you there on this american dice